Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Check It Out by Jules, where we have conversations about life. Sometimes we don't know where our conversation is going to lead, but we know it will always be relatable. So stay tuned for our next episode. See you soon. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, sis, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I am so excited about like this episode. So guys, welcome to Check It Out by Jules. We have a phenomenal guest today. I mean, all my guests are phenomenal, always, definitely. But we have a phenomenal guest who is my brother, my mentor, my think partner, my spiritual, you know, confidant. And then like, we just like, always have a good conversation full of like deep in-depth nuggets and I wanted the same experience I always get with him I want everybody else to have that same experience so I was like I have to get him on praise God (laughs) so um so within so we're starting going in a different direction within um the podcast just for a couple of episodes in a series called getting getting get going so um we're gonna talk a little bit more about like you know what that means right now and what that means in this space and how is this going how is this going to be beneficial to a lot of us we're going to talk a little bit about that um but before we get into episode um brother Gastmere Bowser none other than brother Gastmere Bowser tell the tell the people a little bit about you man listen first and foremost <laughs> first and foremost can you hear me yes I okay. can make yes, sure I can. charge these I um ear pods but listen I'm so honored to be with such a powerful woman of God number one number two entrepreneur and educator very humble very stylish right my my wife <laughs> adores your styling and uh, I praise God for for this opportunity man listen my name is Gassner Daniel Valson I'm just a dude I'm a guy I'm a father I'm a husband and father of two beautiful black queens Neve Angel Valson Shadow E Valson and um, married to one wife, praise God. <laughs> and um, I, I, I just love God. And I'm a pastor, I'm a minister, I'm an evangelist. Um, and also, that's my calling. But my, uh, my, my moneymaker, um, don't get me wrong, the Lord blesses that, blesses financially. And we could talk about that too, through speaking. Because um, I'm not one who always do the promotions and all that and flyers and all that. But the Lord has me uh, speaking before this pandemic and after this pandemic for over 15 years. And then also mm-hmm. I am a uh, entrepreneur. Um, um, I saw a t-shirt I'm going to cop, uh, uh, purchased the other, another day um, or soon. It's called a blessing So um, yeah. it is the Christian version of a millionaire, uh, multi-millionaire. But I'm a proud founder, humble, proud founder, chairman, CEO of um, a parent company, Valson International and Associates, which is a consulting firm. I have two other companies that are daughters yeah. daughters to that and um, and other companies that are in presently being developed. But it's a consulting firm, general business development. Also, there's a life insurance arm to that and also real estate investing. And um, also in the, in the, within the company, there is also political consulting. So years ago, I was... Uh, 
um, a chief of staff for someone who was running for Sadiq Y, honorable Sadiq Y, given proper duties. Mm. Um, he was one of the chief staff analysis for the NYPD, but then in 2013, he ran for New York City Public Advocate, which is the mm. second highest office in New York City. You have the mayor, public advocate, then, of course, the comptroller, which is a finance uh, executive. Um, and then he didn't win. Uh, he lost against Leticia James. We love her dearly. Um, um, who is now, I mean, shout out to her, black woman who, I believe the first black woman, um, yeah, the first black woman to be the New York State Attorney General. Attorney General. Um, so we, yeah. yeah, 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 shout out to her. Um, she's, no, she's no joke. Like what she is in front, in, in, in the forefront in front of people, is she is that behind the scenes. I mean, we had conversations with her. Of course, even though we were going against her, we had conversations with her camp. And um, so I started off with him as directing the youth aspect of that. But in a matter of a month, I became chief of staff and um, for the whole campaign. And and he's been a mentor because my father was part of the my father is part of United African Congress, which is mm. which is a, uh, a sister organization under the United Nations. So I've been to United Nations, humbly speaking, uh, plenty of th- times. And being um, uh, 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 chief of staff for Sadiq Y and mentee. Um, his one of his mentees. Um, he calls me my uh, his nephew. I mean, he's from Sierra Leone, West Africa. My family's from Haiti, but we were all from Africa. Praise God. Um, <laughs> um, I had, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I had the humble opportunity to be uh, uh, his chief of staff, who is now, even though he lost as public advocate, God always takes you higher. He is now mm. the ambassador to the United States of America for his country, Sierra Leone. And I'm, I guarantee you, um, probably the next four years, if God's will, he'll be the president of Sierra Leone in West Africa. And so, and then of course, I have access to him and many other uh, Gahanian, like I, I mean, we can talk for days. Let me just, I just, I just spilled all of that. So everything's out. <laughs> and I mean, there's a lot more. I don't share. Most people know me as pastor, minister. Some, many people do know me as a businessman, entre- entrepreneur, but they don't know that third aspect of power broking and behind the scenes in in the political world, um, because I don't like to do a lot of talking. I, for most of my life, I've mm-hmm. talked and not done anything. Um, but I've gotten to a point in my life where I have to just do and then let the talking happen or let somebody talk about it. So um, I'm just humble to be on this podcast with you. And I'm done. I, I, I'm just going to answer my answer <laughs> questions based on your question. I just want to let everything out. And then I'm done. <laughs> no, no, but like, you know, People see you, people, you know, people in that, that, that we know within our community that, you know, when we run in some of the same circles and people that, you know, they know, they see you, they don't know you, you know? So it's also a great opportunity to let people know like, yo, yeah, you see, you see preacher, preacher, but you know, preacher, preacher man got layers to him and those layers don't look you know one specific way and you know some god puts us in positions to kind of you know we humble yes but he's like come on speak speak on what how you know you you've allowed me to be glorified in your life through the spaces that you've been in and the people that you've been connected to so let's speak about it so you know i mean everyone who has been on um you know who i have been so honored to have be as my guest on our podcast has really allow God to use them in different spaces. And though my podcast is not necessarily like Christian based or anything like that, it's just about mm-hmm. life. Um, 
you know, we all have that foundation. All of us, all of us that come together, we all have that foundation. And in it, and hearing, allowing all the guests to come on and just speak about themselves, it's like, wow, like we see each other, we talk to each other all the time, but we really don't get to speak about what we're doing. And it's like phenomenal to hear people in our own circle, like how it is that they're making impact in different ways in their own spaces in their own spaces and that's because God has allowed that to happen you know so it's an opportunity for you to speak brother you humble but God has also placed you to share Amen. you know what it is that you have had going on and your experiences um with everyone else and that's okay that's okay he is humble though though guys he is he is he is praise God <laughs> and you said something very key that I, I have to highlight and God revealed to me years ago that you can be selfish on both sides of of the aisle. You can be selfish mm-hmm. um, if you think it's all about you, right? That's very clear. But seldom do you ever hear that you can be selfish for not giving what God has given you or mm-hmm. even being scared or fearful. Um, and so I've, I've always shared, don't get me wrong. I've, I've always give, you know, advice or, you know, but I'm still learning, but there is more, I, there's more that I need to do. And there is a, um, getting ready to roll out a not-for-profit. I can't give the name yet because it's not registered yet. Um, we're in the process, but that's what I will be doing for the rest of my life. Yeah. For the rest yeah. of my life, because that not-for-profit will, uh, include everything. My, of course, it's going to be under my parent company, but it will be it would handle the spiritual, it would handle the community stuff, and um, you know that I'm just ready to do that. I'm just ready. Okay. Oh yes, I love it. And there's something also that you like spoke about. It's like you also talk about like your mindset, your mindset being in the space to be able to start like implementing things like you talk about these things but now it's time to like implement and let your actions and the implementation is do the talking and some of the things that I really want to focus on for this episode today is really like getting started right getting get get started we want to get going but in getting going you got to get started and getting started starts with a mind shift you know, it really does start with a mind shift on, about the things that we want to do. Today, uh, um, in getting started, we're really going to talk about those who have had the mindset of like, yo, I've been in my nine to five, or I've been thinking about building a business, and you know, I've, I've been talking about it, but I haven't gotten started, or I've gotten started, but is is not I'm not I'm not doing anything to follow up um and keep going you know what I mean because you have people who struggle to find a balance with their nine to five and now in the in the entrepreneur aspect in their entrepreneurial um goals that they want to do so then they think that you know it can't be done you have those who they just can't you have those who they're not necessarily in a nine to five or a, a regular job, but you know, they want to be an entrepreneur. They want to get things going, but they just haven't, you know, they, they just haven't. So we really want to focus on that today. Like that mind shift, that entrepreneur mind shift and how in any aspect or wherever you are in that space, we're going to push you today <laughs> to start <laughs> And get going, you know, like that's what we're gonna do. We always talk about how you and me always have that conversation about we want to create a space where we share knowledge and 
help others, especially those that look like mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we all, I think that a lot of us do it, but we do it in isolation. And I think that it's time for us to start coming together. Like, you know this, you know that, I know this, or I experienced that. We need to come together and see how we can, and throughout our experience and what we know, how can we help bring others along and allow and, and support them in manifesting what it is that they want to do and share that knowledge with everybody. You know, like we don't have to do this in isolation anymore. We can do this together. And um, the same way we all had our mind shift and we're going is the same way we want to support people who have the mindset or want to or aspire to have the mindset to get going so let's talk a little bit about um getting started and uh, with that it starts with you know the mindset hey listen uh listen (laughs) the title i believe of this podcast episode is just do it and get going and i I, yeah it starts with a mindset Now I want to speak to the two people that you that you're that you just emphasized. Number one, I want to speak to the nine to five person. Um, mm-hmm. One of the one of my mentors. I mean, we haven't met personally yet, but we do talk, um, especially on through Instagram. Uh, I, being that I'm in real estate investing, um, you can never stop learning. But listen, being being in that world, you're still growing. Uh, Jamal King who, I mean, you need to follow him, family, whoever's listening to this. Uh, his hashtag, his hashtag, I'm sorry. His Instagram is um, nine to five millionaire. Uh, Jamal, I resonate, I resonate with him so much because I have a background in law enforcement, I'm no longer uh, a, a police officer for an agency in New York City due to some, um, uh, no legal issues or anything like that. I had a great season there, um, but there's just some ethical things that just didn't work out. But, um, and realistically, if you want to be real, God was just like, it's time just to, because, mm. you know, I was, I always been bivocational, right? Pastoring and law enforcement, law enforcement background, all that. But yeah, there's sometimes, and there's times that my wife has said, guys, are you sure this is for you? Like, I know you have passion and you want, I know you got a degree, you know, criminal justice and all that stuff. I'm like, uh, it's my passion, right? My calling, I always knew calling is ministry, right? I don't want to depend on no conference alone for money or whatever, but here it is. No longer there. Still have great contacts from here to the CIA, Secret Service. I have friends in all law enforcement. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you have, if you had Daniel or Errol, anybody on as yet, um, but. I had Daniel. Okay. I don't know how I missed that episode. I got to check that out. But yeah, I mean, so, it, it, you know, there's connections here. But being in ministry and as an entrepreneur is just my passion. So it's, it starts with a shift of mindset. So Jamal King, okay, was a police officer for in Chicago, police officer for 20 years. I think like two years ago, he just retired. He was making 65000 a year, but worth $10 million. Now, how does that make sense, right? <laughs> so, I mean, you can follow him. Not you can. You should. You need to follow him. Um, so you can see his journey. But making a long story short, he leveraged his nine to five, keyword, all caps, leverage, to become a multimillionaire worth over, I mean, he's probably more than 10 million now. But he, listen, you should always be able to look up to someone, look at someone for advice, look at someone. So 
yes, although I've had major successes and a lot of pitfalls, and we'll get into that in my life, mm-hmm. you should mm-hmm. always, always have someone you're learning and learning, learning yeah. from, and you should always have someone you're teaching. And let me just touch that real quick. Dr. Miles Monroe, okay, rest in peace. I love that man. Okay, Dr. Miles Monroe was a pastor. Uh, unfortunately, 2013, him and his wife died in a private plane uh, crash as they're landing into their home country um, in, in, mm. in Bahamas. And um, he had the sl- slogan. I remember Andre Ricketts, I don't know if you're going to ever listen to this, but Andre Ricketts, Elizabeth's husband, Elizabeth and Rick, um, Andre, they have a company called Deddy Home Care Services. But him and I, we were at this retreat that we were speaking at, and we were sitting down in the hotel room, chopping it up, talking about Miles Monroe. And he was like, yo, Gash, check out this statement that Miles Monroe made. And he says, success without a successor is failure. If you can't, du- if you can't duplicate yourself, it's an it's a issue. So yes, while you're duplicating yourself and while you're um, being a mentor to someone, you should always yourself be a mentee to someone. And Jamal is one of, mm-hmm. um, of many uh, mentors I have because I always say that you should have about five type of mentors in your life. You should have a finance slash business mentor or mentors. You should have a finance mentor, uh, sorry, a fitness mentor, right? You should have a marriage mentor. You should have a educational men- education mentor. And of course, spiritual leader, like my spiritual father, I have two, um, Dr. Warner A. Richards, the senior pastor of Hanson Place Church where I serve, um, and also Dr. Abraham Jules, um, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, there's many others. Um, but Jamal, going back on track, Jamal, nine to five millionaire, he leverages and teaches you how to use your, um, your nine to five to build your dream, to build your wealth. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You guys hear that? You guys hear that? You know we always dropping names. So you better have your pen and pencil ready to drop to, to write down these names of these Instagrams because you know we're not going to leave you empty-handed without knowing. But do you hear that? He teaches how to leverage your nine-to-five to build your own business. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people, I think, you know, people don't talk about that enough. Or that I th- We don't talk about that enough. I mean, I, I mean, at least I haven't heard people talk about that enough. I think now people are starting to say it a little bit more, like if you ain't leave yet, you know, um, uh, unless, you know, unless you really have to, but don't leave yet because you want to use that to, you want to use the income that's coming mm-hmm. from that to kind of build your to build the foundation of your business. Can I go can I go to another level on that real quick? What I've learned. Sure, go ahead. Mm-hmm. People have to realize this is talking about the mind shift that you mm-hmm. are, thank you, God, you are a business owner, an entrepreneur while being while having a nine to five. Here's the reason why. If you make forty thousand a year, fifty thousand a year, you technically I learned this, right? I'm still learning this and I've learned this. You technically have 40,000 employees working for you. So instead of you working for 40,000 a year, you have to shift your mind to saying now you have 40,000 employees. So now you have, in other words, your money has to begin to work for you. So you have to shift Mm -hmm. that mindset for saying, okay, I work for a company. I work this job or this career, whatever. I make 40, 50, 60,000 a year, right? No, now you have to shift that nine to five millionaire mentality, you know, nine to five to generational wealth. Um, Cause I, I don't even talk about, I don't teach, I don't teach, I don't teach about being rich. There's a clear distinction between rich and being wealthy. 
Ooh, well, rich yeah. is like quick. And, uh, I got, I got mill too. No, 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 no. Wealth is this a different level of mindset. Like under my uh, the system I'm creating for my whole family. I have a parent company, Valson International Associates. I have other companies, but I'm building a, fal- a family trust, a Valson Trust, where my own family private bank. I mean, it's just like so much that you're building that you have to like. For example, they don't tell you that the Rothschilds, right? For example, since you just got me started, right? You just got me started. So, <laughs> you know, this is what we do. You know, this is, what we do. this is how we do it. This is how we do I'm only going to give a little bit, but I'm going to back off. But what they don't tell you, right, especially in our melanated black awesome community, don't teach you that. They don't teach you this. But the Rothschilds, the reason why they, one of the major reasons why they uh, amassed so much wealth, and the Vanderbilt's the same thing as well, is that they took life insurance policies on everyone that was born. So if you borrowed money from the family uh, pot, the family savings, or also known as a family bank, and unfortunately, you were to default on that loan, they will take money from your life insurance policy. So baby was born. Listen, I'll just stop right there. They got to pay more for that. <laughs> they got to pay for this. But, um, but, 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 but the point I'm making is you have to shift your mindset from um, being a, just an employee, working for somebody, making somebody else's dream come true, or, right, or recurring, I should say, to now taking your salary, right? And as Christians, we will have to get into it even more, but we should know being faithful and returning, not paying, because we don't pay God anything, but returning to God what's his, and then taking a portion of creating, you know, setting up, setting up a plan, right? Having a vision, right? The Bible says, write the vision, make it plain up on tables, write it down, and then executing on that vision mm-hmm. and using your salary money to start whatever it is that, you, that God's calling you to do or you have a passion in your heart to do. And when you get to that point where you're making money, um, making as much money or at least 50% of your salary or as much of your salary in your, in your dream, then you can, you can leave your job. Or you can go gung-ho and take the risk and go all out. Because many people have done that. Say to the people who, like, they do have their nine to five, right? But, and they, they do want to start, you know, their entrepreneur because they believe that you know this is a a goal a vision that either you know they've been just inspired to do or it has come from god like what do you tell those individual who like yeah i understand that my nine to five can can fund my my business but what about if i feel like my nine to five is very demanding very taxing um and it'll it'll stump my vision and it won't really give me the space to work on you know this goal that i have what do you tell those people because i know we just talked about leveraging your nine to five to fund your goals so what would we tell those individuals who's kind of like i hear you but because of the way things are with my with my with my nine to five i don't know if i want to really necessarily stay there because it doesn't it mentally spiritually physically it, it it requires too much which takes away from me implementing the goal that i that i have Okay, this is, so what I'm about to share is very, uh, it's going to be humbly practical and, mm-hmm. and very straightforward. And uh, whoever's listening, my brother, my sis, my sis, my brother, write this down, rewind it. And, and this is practical. I'm going to give you uh, three things to do 
about four to five, four to five, maybe four things to do right now. Number one, you need to, right, before I start, let me let you know, there's a four-letter word that must be the most important thing to you, and that is your life, L-I-F-E, your life. Don't let anything, no, any noun, person, place, or thing, take the breath away from you that God has given you, Okay? You need to know, as you, everybody should know, that your health is your wealth. Before you talk about the green, think about the green uh, in terms of like your, your life, your breath, your health, right? So don't let any job, for example, and directly to your question, take you from that stress. I mean, people, stress will kill you, right? And about two years ago, I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes primarily through stress. Of course, through my bad dieting and non-exercise, but... Praise the Lord. Well, yeah, God's, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> definitely overcoming. God's, God's doing major works, but I have to do my, I have to do my part. Um, yeah. But here's, here's the thing. I am an encourager of entrepreneurship, and I'm a prover of, of, of entrepreneurship. And let me tell you why I say prover. And I'm going to get into the practical steps, but I have to, I have to prime you for this one, for that. I'm encourager is obviously is like self-explanatory, right? But I'm also a prover because I try to discourage people sometimes to be an entrepreneur so they can prove to themselves, number one, and of course, anybody else or, or me, for example, that they really want it because entrepreneurship realistically says it's not for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. You know, you can, you, and, and I, I've always preached this. I always slip this in in every sermon. You can make 250000 a year, for example, and have $250,000 worth of debt and you're broke. And you can make forty or 36000 or 50000 a year and you can be, uh, uh, I mean, strict and you can budget and you can save, and you can invest here and there and still, and you could be making more money than a person who makes two hundred and fifty. So, and that's with your career. You love your job and you, you love your career and you just, you know, you're going to work on your pension, you know, and all that stuff, even though I believe pensions are not going to last or be a reality for us later on, um, or social security might be just that 401k, but that's a whole different conversation or debate. But you can do that. You know, you have a good setup and that's fine. But to the person who's thinking about, like you said, they're going, you're going through a lot, right? And you're very demanding. Here's the first thing you need to do. You, Dave Ramsey teaches this. Dave Ramsey, I love Dave Ramsey 100%, but he doesn't really teach like wealth, in the context of, in a sense, right now wealth. When I say right now wealth, things that you can do to start building wealth right now in terms of like a business. What Dave Ramsey teaches, I love him. He teaches you how to, how to eliminate debt, but also teaches you how to be a millionaire. Yes, in the long run, putting money in a Roth IRA, uh, a certain amount every month, it's going to compound over the X amount of 20, 30 years. And of course, you'll be a millionaire. You, that's, some people, that's some people's reality alone in their pension. So that's mm -hmm. fine. And one of my favorite quotes from Dave Ramsey, I always tie it to the spiritual realm, is if you live like no one else now, later on you live like no, no one else. My God. But here it is. Mm. What he teaches that I want you to do to the person directly who's dealing with the nine to five pressure, you feel like you're bombarded, you, you don't have any breathing room, is my sis, my bro, save up three to six months as much as you can of what you make, of, of that you need to live. And then right after that, Oh, sorry, while you're doing that, I want you to write down this website down. It's going to cost money, but it always costs for you to go to it the next, le next level. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. one thing I, 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 I hate, or I'm going to use that word, strong word, 
is when people complain about X amount of money, right? But they'll spend it somewhere else. That doesn't last mm-hmm. long. Oh, why am I spending $100 mm-hmm. for that? But then you go out to eat and you say you're going to eat with two or three friends at a nice restaurant. Your bill alone is probably like $80 something. If you're getting drinks, you're getting this, whatever, whatever. Tip and all that, it's like $80 something. That's for, for yeah. a quick meal in like 30 minutes. Versus yeah. sneakers. Yeah, sneakers. The- <laughs> right? Versus you doing this thing I'm about to tell you to do. You having a copy of it, and you can always refer back to it to make you stronger. So, Dr. Eric Thomas, there's a whole list of things, books I'm going to recommend Woo! as well in this conversation that you need to read. But before we get to there, Dr. Eric Thomas, he is my success pastor. Like, he is yeah. my mentor. Like, okay. E.T. is the man, right? E.T. is the man. I'm part of his community of uh, followers and, and, and classes and all that stuff. In fact, I'm in a financial conference right now, but I took it off to be on this podcast because this podcast is important. But I can always go back to that. No, 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 no. I'm good, good. I'm good, I'm good. I can always go back. So I'm good. Love you, bro. We're each other. You yeah, exactly. And, um, <laughs> and which is amazing, on my birthday, he sent a video saying happy birthday. Like when you're part of his community, he said, and I'm like, man, it was, it was a blessing. So ET, Dr. Eric Thomas, right? Um, check out his website, etinspires.com, right? Um, he's always <laughs> been consistent. Huh? Say it again. And his podcast. Oh, and his podcast, right? S2S Podcast, yeah. Secret to Success. You can read his book, Secret to, uh, Secret to Success. Powerful book. I read it. Um, many other books. Um, he's a number one Christian. He's a pastor. He's a uh, Christian who happens to be seven events. I always use that. That's me. That's what I use. That's what I say, but I'll tag it for him. Uh, he's a Christian, seven events pastor. He has a ministry called A Place of Change based in Michigan. Michigan. Um, he's an Oakwood University alumni, him and his wife. Um, multi, multi, multi-millionaire in, in terms of money, right? But most importantly, he is consistent. He's the difference. He's the difference from being a speaker, a typical speaker, a motivational speaker. He is dealing with the person dealing with the nine to five day-to-day experiences. But here's here here it is. First step, I told your family, my sister, my bro, try to save as much as possible. Sacrifice three to six months. Try to even if it takes whatever, right? Put away some money so when you're ready to leave you can at least hang on in there for a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While I'm giving you practical tools. Now, while you're doing saving, why are you saving up for the three to six months? There's a website called Flight, F-L-I-G-H-T. It's like flight, taking a flight. Flightassessment.com. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost $99, I believe, right? One time. And what it does is it's going to give you an assessment to know what kind of mentality you have. It gives you basically, it's like a, a mental MRI. That's what I like to call it. And, and you'll, you'll follow the website you'll, and take your time before you put the payment um, 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 option in and you, and you take the assessment, take your time to see exactly what it's offering you. What it's going to do is going to solidify your mindset, your mindset in order to transition from a nine to five like employee worker to now you being an, an entrepreneur in whatever you're doing. I'm giving you practical tools now. Because a lot of people, Julia sis, yo, my sis, everybody wants the glory, but they don't know the story behind it. They're, they're, it takes work. It takes yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I, um, when you were when you were done, like people don't understand, like everything that you're gonna do at the beginning is an investment. Like you, you're like, dang, I gotta pay for this, I have to pay for that. Yeah, but it's an investment to the long term um, of what you wanna do. And it's building the foundation either mentally or, or a, 
or physically like if you need a physical space or a physical whatever like it's it's all of it is an investment to the greater goal and I was like you always got to spend especially in the beginning right you always got to spend in the beginning to be able to get whatever you want and in the long run just like you know just like when we talk about real estate right you know, because we had that kind, we always had those conversations. You want to, you want to build a home, rebuild a home, whatever the case may be, purchase a home. In no matter what, you are gonna need money. You are gonna have to put out money. You are gonna have to put out money for your lawyer. You are gonna have to put out money to um um to 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 get supplies, or whatever. If you're rebuilding, you are gonna have to put out money in the beginning so that the long term investment you'll be able to see the return. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people constantly are thinking about the right now, and it's like nah it's not about the right now and part of that understanding that it's not about the right now it's about like follows after you're just building the foundation and, and building that foundation you got to invest you got to give right. right and so i 100 i agree with you and so what you do is first you you set up a certain amount to save up for three to six months or whatever you need to, you know to survive because you got to think about it. if you're married with kids, you got to think about your family, obviously. Um, if you have a spouse who, who's gun ho, right? And I'll, be, I'll get into that a little later on with my wife, right? How she supports and the transition from that. I'm going to be real. I'm like, we're not going to hide anything. We're very transparent, right? There was, a tra- there was a hard transition from there, but to where it is now. Um, but try to save up, right? So you can have some sort of financial backing, right? But if, you, if you're somebody who's single, you gung ho, you, you're, you're spending $1,800 a month in rent, but you're willing to go to a one-bedroom just to make your dream happen? Do it. That's, that's, what that's doing is that's making your success story stronger. Mm, All right? Mm-hmm. So, my God, I feel like preaching. It's a set of an offering after. I'm just playing a play. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, right? Dollar sign, gas, and and cash. Right? So, here it is. <laughs> but here it is. Um, on trips aside, you have three to six months, and then you take the flight assessment because that's going to help you shift your mindset to get to the next level, right, where you need to be. Now, while you're doing that, okay, there's a lot of work to do, right? Mm-hmm. Then, then what you're going to do, right? I'm speaking to everyone, but I'm also specifically speaking to the Christian believers. But I'm mm-hmm. speaking to anyone. What I did, and I had to redo the other day because you always got to update it, is I created a God- and me contract. Mm, mm. So this is for the Christian community, but this is for anyone. You can call it, if you're not a Christian, you're not a believer, you can create a self-contract, right? Whatever, right? Just being just straightforward. So what it is, is however long you want to make it, right? If you already know what's in your mind, create a contract saying that this is the kind of business I want to do. This is, the, it's almost like a business plan, but no, it's really a contract of accountability to yourself. Mm, okay. To say, okay, I'm gonna go gun ho with this and I'm not stopping until I reach phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four, and whatever you wanna do. Then you sign it, then you get it notarized. This, I'm talking about serious business because this is your, my God, this is a lifeline family, especially mm-hmm. to our black culture. I'm tired yeah. of seeing black people struggle financially. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's frustrating. I'm not saying white people don't don't, don't struggle or other cultures, but what I mean, listen. If for every one a uh, 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 um, Caucasian person making a dollar, we make what eighty cents? Not even eighty cents. Eighty cents, guys. Chill. Ill. 
Eighty-eight cents, maybe sixteen cents. I don't know the exact number. That's a we big. That's a crazy. big disparity. Disparity. That's a big, a big gap. A big gap, just like every other gap that they try to create between us and. But you know, that's another conversation. But that's a big gap financially. Yes. That's a big gap. And and that's called what I call economic redlining, because mm-hmm. redlining typically is known when it's residential redlining, right? Where they keep certain black, they keep black people from certain areas. They say, okay, you can't get a loan in this area. There's a red line here because you're black. Just simply what it is. And you're going to mess up our community if you come in. But I call that the disparity of a dollar to 16 cents or 8 cents, whatever it is, economic redlining. So we can either change that. And here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to just like park my car real quick to say this, right? My, my, mental, my mental car real quick. I love our black culture. And I know we've been going through stuff with Brianna Taylor's killer still out, right? They need to they need to be arrested ASAP, right? Um, and then of course, you know, George Floyd's killers and everything. The only way we're going to change family is if we do and we do what we gotta do. Like I'm not saying don't stop doing the videos or stop talking, stop doing protests. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying let's let's just let's let's really hit them where it hurts. And us being economically strong and, and being empowered. Now I'm gonna make a statement, sis. Sis, are you ready? I'm I'm always ready. Uh, people might not agree. Yeah, I'm always ready. People might not agree because oftentimes people, they don't, God gave us two ears and one mouth, right? To hear twice, then mm-hmm. talk less. So some people just jump because they just heard the first step. They don't take time. I'm going to say it very slow. I'm not being disrespectful. As a black culture, as a whole, unfortunately, we will not rise again. Very dangerous statement. However, as clusters of black people, 100,000 here, 2,000 here, 500 here, clusters, we will do what we got to do and beast it. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, racism has taken off the physical chain and put the chain on our brain. Let me give you an example. <laughs> in, in, in 9-11, unfortunately, that day, that was a crazy day. When I got home from, you know, I was in high school then, come home. I'm flipping through the channel. I'm crying. I'm like, yo, this is crazy, right? I'm going through every channel. Every channel's playing the, 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 the towers being burned, right? And everything in the Pentagon. Every channel. Telemundo, uh, PBS. There was no Arthur playing. It was straight, you know what I mean? Straight up. Every channel. When I went to BET, channel 54 at that time, over I was, and I'm like, whoa. I remember. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, they're, they're, they, they took the chain off our arms, but they put it in our brain. And our people are still leaving it on there. And so it's a very dangerous statement, but I just have to say it. Now, I'm not saying we as people will never rise. Never. Because look, Black Obama, Michelle, I mean, I mean, you name it. Colin Powell. Uh, 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 I mean, there's a whole many people, different people, right? Black entrepreneurs, people who made major deposits to, uh, to the U.S. and world history. So I'm not saying that. But I'm saying as a culture, it's dangerous because we have a crab in a barrel mentality. But as a mm-hmm. clusters, pocket of 100,000 here, 200,000, maybe a million, we're going to be together. We're going to mm-hmm. do what we got to do. So going back on track to the statement, save up money, do the flight assessment, do the contract of accountability, and then as, as a Christian, right? As a Christian, there's a book that you need to read. There's a book, I'm not, there's some other books I want you to read and some other, other uh, people I want you to follow, 
but there's a book that you need to read. Number one is the Bible. Praise the Lord. Right? There's Bible principles about finances. Did you, did you know, sis, there's about over a thousand texts that deals with finances? Over 1,500. You, come on now. You come, only, 500, come on, only 500 on prayer. Only 500, about 500 on prayer. About 500 on faith. But over 1,500 on, on economical financial principles. People don't know this. But, you know, if you are not a Bible believer, because, you know, I, you know, I, I think there's a variety of audience that come up that, you know, come across some of my podcast episodes. Um, it's OK. Um, you may want to glean over this, um, you know, this tip, but I still highly believe that. For those of us who are, yes, Bible believers, there's always gems and tips for us on how it is that we can be financially free, mentally free, spiritually free. And it's the crutch of our foundation. But if it, you know, this is not, if this, if they think for you, that's cool. But, you know, you know, we just sharing. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharing. So, so <laughs> the Bible, of course, no, I, I'm fully aware that you have a variety of, uh, of audience. <laughs> I, I didn't stop there. So the Bible, that's what I said to the Christian believer. <laughs> The Bible, number one, but there's also a book called Business by the Book, The Bible That Is by Larry Burkett. Mm. Larry Burkett, B-U-R-K-E-T-T, and talks about biblical principles to businesses to make your business thrive, right? So that's for, the, for, that's for everyone, but that's specifically for the Christian believer. You need to read that book. That book is powerful, right? The Bible, number one, but also Business by the Book, The Bible That Is. Another book that you need to read. This is for everyone, especially to those who are not in that Christian space or you know church space, that's fine, like, I get you. There's another book, everybody should know this book, it's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Then there's another book called um, The Latte Factor by David Bach. David Bach, The Latte Factor. I'm giving you some gems here that you need to read. Then there's a book by George Klassen called, you should know this called, The Richest Man in Babylon. And then another book called, Who Moved My Cheese? Who Moved My Cheese? by Spencer Johnson. So these are some serious things that you need to read. Now there's some things I'm gonna tell you that you need to watch in the season of transition. Now, this is answering the question, sis, to those who are transitioning out of their jobs, but also to those who are going, going gung-ho. So you read those books. I'm going to go through them again. The Bible, number one, of course, Business by the Book, Business by the Book, The Bible That Is by Larry Burkett, The Latte Factor by David Bach, uh, Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, and Rich Man, The Richest Man in Babylon by George Klassen, right? And of course, the flightassessment.com, flightassessment.com. But this is what you need to watch on YouTube. Like YouTube is one of my favorite business schools. You get everything on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Number one, Dr. Eric Thomas, right? E.T., E.T., the hip hop preacher. Watch, start from everything. From, he has over about, almost about a thousand videos. You need to go all the way back. If you don't know who he is, go back. And even if you, even if you know who he is, go back and get yourself reacquainted with a lot of stuff and follow his podcast. Then there's a man who died, but he was a motivational speaker, but this guy has propelled so many multimillionaires in, in principles. And he got a lot of his principles from the Bible, a lot. 
A lot of these people who may not even be Christian get a lot of principles from the Bible. Tell hundred percent. And a lot of and they'll tell you say it again. They'll tell you that. They'll tell you that exactly. Too. They'll be very honest about exactly. That. It's Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn. R O H N. Jim R O H N N. Rohn. Jim Rohn. Watch everything. Soak up everything. Another one. He's living now. I mean, he's doing his thing. I love him. I mean, he has his cursing here and there, but hey, if profanity is a rough thing for you to handle. I mean, this is the world that we live in. And this is a pastor talking. I'm going to straight up. But like, I get it. But the gems that comes out of the practical stuff that he teaches is powerful is mm-hmm. Gary V. Now, Gary V, I mean, every other word is an F-bomb. I'd be like, oh, come on, bro. <laughs> but Gary V is so straightforward. Like, you ask him, for example, just for example, What's in the peanut butter jelly sandwich? Peanut butter jelly. Like, it'd be like straightforward. Like, whatever you need, if you're scratch, if you're itching, he's gonna scratch. But just try to get past the cursing. But if that's not your line, that I get it. Then there is Grant Cardone. My God. Grant Cardone is a powerful, he's a real estate, he's one of my real estate guys I look up to. Um, um, he just he's amazing. Grant, and then the last name's Cardone. C-A-R-D-O-N-E. Cardone. Then, of course, there's Bishop T.D. Jakes. And then the reason why I love T.D. Jakes is because he bridges ministry and business. He's like, he's yeah. like my guy I look at. Like, I will pay him $10,000 just to sit down with him for two hours. Because I know when I leave that two-hour meeting, that private meeting, I'm talking about business and just consulting, it's over. Mm-hmm. I, it's like, yes, go. I'm, it's gonna, I'm gonna take my finances to the next level. And of course, um, Bishop Joseph w, um, w. Walker. Joseph Walker, he's the presiding bishop of the um, Full Gospel Baptist Church, but also he's the senior pastor of the Mount Zion um, National Baptist Church in Ten- Na- um, Nashville, Tennessee. The um, reason why I love him is the same thing like Jake, but this guy, he focuses on millennials and how to get them better. He sits on the bank, he sits on boards of banks of University of Tennessee. I mean, like, he takes ministry and business to the next level, just like TDJ does. So these are, I'm just giving you my, my cabinet. It's way more. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop right there. Because that's what you need to do as you're transitioning out of that job. And if you're just already gone whole out the job. And I'm telling you, my sister, my brother, if you don't do this, then you're going to be, you're going to continue in the rat race. It takes work. Mm-hmm. It takes work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even like, and, um, and even if like you just not working, but you, and you always just had an entrepreneurial, um, spirit and you just haven't started though, like all of this, like, it's always important to, for you to do prep work ho- and homework, because that also is the, the, the thing, the catalyst for supporting your mind shift to stay in the space that it needs to stay in and, and then followed by action. Like people need to understand, like there's homework, you one, we talked about there's investing that you're going to have to do, right? Because you're investing back into yourself, right? So it's, it's going to always cost. Two, we talk about um, there's some prep work you got to do. Mm-hmm. Books you may have to read, people you got to watch and follow, seminars you may need to go on. And everything's almost like virtual now. You can do it from home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, there's that aspect to, to really, there's that prep work, that homework. And then we also talk about the mentorship aspect. You got to get around people who know what you're talking about. Exactly. A lot of, and then who's had that experience and is ready to help you get there. And also, I think about your own circle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Is your circle talking the same thing 
you're talking about because sometimes if you have people in your circle, like you're talking this, that, and the third, but then the people in your circle are like, oh, that sounds that sounds nice, and that's all they can give you, or they don't really understand what you're saying, or they're not, but how you gonna do that when you need this? And you, I mean, sometimes it's real. That's a realist. That's realistic that people are trying to get you see the pros and cons, but you also got to think about who is around you to help you elevate and make that shift happen for sure for sure and who's going to help hold you accountable whether they're in your circle whether they are your mentor whether are things that you are part of and following that is going to help you not only think but implement i think a lot of times we, we we forget the people around us kind of really um help us either to follow through with some of the things that we want we want to do or sometimes they can hold us back because they don't actually see what you see mm. Mm. Is this? That's a gem. That's so big. I saw a post the other day on Instagram that said, not every, I think Jackson Cherry put it up, not all your friends are necessary good business partners. Mm, that's, mm, talk, mm, talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like to say a lot of people in your life, or if you involve them in your business, there will be more uh, liabilities than assets. So you have your pocket of friends where, all right, we're going to hang out, go to church. But when it comes to money, I'm not calling you. In terms of business, right. business, business principles. Yeah. If yep. you need to borrow yep. money, no, sorry. If you, wanna, if you want me to give you money, I'll give you money here and there. But when it comes to um, business principles, whatever. Because this whole borrowing thing, it could be dangerous, right? You know, I've had issues, right? So let me tell you something, family. I'm telling you, family, you need to be careful of your circle, right? Sander, yeah. we, know both, we both know Sander, and Sander says, don't have no squares in your circle. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. But, he, but he's, not lying. he's not lying, especially when you look at, um, when you really, like, you named these practical men, right? And when you hear them speak, and when you really follow and watch them, and these are for some women too, you get to see who's in their circle. And it's like, it's people that are thinking just like them. Like they know if I have these group of friends that is not about this, I'm gonna keep that group of friend there. And whenever like, I just want to go out and just kick it for, and, and just have a dinner and just like, you know, just be in a different space. I may be with, with these people. Then you have, you know, people that they're like, nah, we do business. We can talk about business. We in the same mindset. We can elevate each other. We pour into each other. Um, and I have this group for this. Sometimes you're very fortunate that you have people in your circle that you could do both with. Go hang out, whatever. And then also when when y'all ready to switch it up, y'all can talk about the mental, the the, the elevation and, and, and really the implementation of goals to uplift one another because now we're all, you know, our mindset so all like we all, you know, going for the same thing. And it's not about competition neither. Mm. It's about how it's, a, it's really about us helping each other get to that same space. No, 100%. 100%. And I want to apologize to my sisters, to my sisters. Let me tell you, I don't only listen to men speakers. I'm just going to be straightforward. There, there are two black women that I listen to. Um, the one that I haven't heard in a long time, I'm trying to find her name literally um, in my head. I'm going to even look it up. 
but the creator of the chicken chicken noodle soup for the soul. I forgot her name. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll, I forgot her name. Was- I watch her 100%. I'm going to get the name, and you, I guess you could put it up on your podcast. But also, there's another woman, black woman, named Tiffany Montgomery. My God. My God. She teaches multi-millennial um, millennial millionaires. So, Tiffany Montgomery. So, I'm not, I'm not, dis- I'm not disregarding my sisters. I'm not letting you know, oh, I want to listen to men. No, 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 no. There are women who make major deposits. Of course, there are gems that Obama's book drops, major gems, you know? And believe it or not, there are a lot of stuff that even Ellen drops. That is so crazy. Mm-hmm. If you really listen. So, I just want to put that out there, too. I'm trying to see if I can find the name right now, the individual you're talking about. Um, the one that you said, Chicken Soup for the Soul? Yeah. I'm trying to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not finding it. I'm seeing a whole bunch of, you White know. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Lisa, Lisa Nichols. That's it, Lisa Nichols. Thank you, God. Okay. Lisa Nichols, N I C H O L S. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna us with all of this, guys, and we'll probably just link it down below. Link everything down below to the podcast on the podcast um at, on this episode, so you guys can have access and go back to everything as you need. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I'm big about sharing resources. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that we were able to talk about that though. So we we talked for those who they are they they are secure in their nine to five. They love their nine to five, but they also want to you know go into their um, entrepreneurial space. So really understanding leveraging that nine to five to support and build your business and then we talked of when we talked a little bit for those who um they're kind of in the middle they're like yo i kind of i don't like my nine to five i kind of i really don't want to stay there Mm um i'm ready to go in you know and um how but how do i do that and how do i do it in a way that's um strategic we talked about those individuals and we talked a little bit about those who they're not necessarily in a nine to five at all. You know, they're probably just have a, they have an entrepreneurial mindset from get, cause you know, there's people that are born like that. Like they got an entrepreneurial mindset from the get, especially when we talk about now millennials, like, and they want to get started, but they just haven't, you know, like how, how do we make sure that, you know, they just get going. So let's talk about those a little bit more for those individuals who, they're not in a nine to five or anything like that. They don't even see themselves in a nine to five, but they they do have an entrepreneurial mindset, but they haven't started. Are you talking about the millennials specifically? No, no, just anyone who is in that is in that space. Now they don't got to be a millennial. No, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same thing across okay. the board for the nine to five person. Mm-hmm. You have to go to those principles of. Okay, for the person who might be economically stronger, you might not need to save up three to six months, or fine. But you still need to set up that contract among yourself. And then, of course, create a business plan, right? Go on YouTube, go on Google, right? Google's the new encyclopedia, mm-hmm. the, new, the new library, right? Show you how to do a business plan. Um, there are, listen, you can, I'm giving you practical tools. You can pay Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R. If you don't know about Fiverr, Fiverr is like a one-stop shop. It's like a Home Depot for creativity. Yeah. Right? So you want a logo made, you want uh, um, a letter to be written, you want a resume done. They will even do business plans. In fact, one of my business partners is getting house plans made to be built from Fiverr. Wow. There's an architect 
There's a couple <laughs> of architects on Fiverr who's doing plans for his house. Wow. He's building a house. Wow. So, wow. Well, that's so, crazy. I thought Fiverr, I really thought Fiverr was only for, for like if you're just trying to build your business and you need a brand or you need a logo or whatever, like they do that. I didn't know that they did all of that. One stop shop. Many, I mean, something. I mean, I'm sure there's other competition, but Fiverr is like the, 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 I mean, seriously, I mean, they've done logos for me. And like I said, they'll do business plans. So if you, like I said, if you're not the person who doesn't necessarily need to save the three, six months, you're kind of okay. You may have some inheritance money or whatever the case may be. The, st- the principle still lies. You, sh- you should set up a God, if obviously in the Christian context, but if not, a personal self contract of accountability. Get it signed, get it notarized, right? Even if the notar the, uh, the the notary might look at you weird, like that's fine. That's between you and that. That's not between you and that person. It's between you and God, you and you and yourself. Accountability. You frame it if you want. You put it on the wall and you hold yourself to it. That's the problem with a lot of us. We don't hold ourselves yeah. to ourselves. I think we were talking about that the other day. I think um, we, we we weren't talking about it so intensely, not in this aspect. But we, t- but me like. You know, I was at my sister's house, and then a lot of us was then we were just talking about the importance, the importance of putting things on paper. Like, you know, people got their prayer book or whatever. People have different ways that they put things on paper, either through a prayer list of things that they want to get done, or um, they just set goals of things that they, or you, you just set goals of things you want to get done, and you don't necessarily see it as a prayer book. We have a goal book. It's like very important for you to put things on paper, right. and every so often go back. Yeah. Look at what you've written. See what has been accomplished. See what yeah. still needs to be accomplished because then it kind of it, it it really helps you build your trajectory yeah. and really rebuilds your focus in terms of like yo, I said I want to get these things done. I gotta get them done. So the accountability aspect, like you talked about, and we talked about many different ways you could do it. You know, doing the contract to yourself, getting getting it notarized. Um, you create a prayer book if you want to a list of things that you want to get done. And again, that's another way between you and that's between you and God to ensure that you're getting these that you know you like lord i'm trusting you to get these things done these are the things i'm going to get done and i know i gotta put some effort in my end also to get it done and then you got people who just have goal books you know books where they just write down their goal but write it down and don't neglect it don't just write it and leave it write it assess it every often just like we do it on money assess it every often create more goals if you need to, or if that's just the three goals you want to focus on this year and or at this quarter, then just do that. But like I said, write it down. Now, and, and since the reason why, and before I go a little further, is because of this. Um, oh, oh, so sorry. You, um, so to the person who like may not be a Christian, and that's fine. Um, and also to the Christian, mm-hmm. as you write this contract, also it's not a problem. There's no problem. No problem in giving a copy to a trusted person who can hold you accountable in addition to yourself, okay? Because, like, for example, you, Julia, and Rebecca, and Jessica, I told you three that I am trying to get into my doctorate education, Mm -hmm. but more specifically in organizational change and leadership from University of Southern California. Mm -hmm. And so I couldn't get into this August, but there's a January class. So I'm asking you guys to hold me to it. To start it and follow through it, huh? And you know we'll do it. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you guys are on it, especially when it comes to education. So 
you know, I'm, and I'm getting my doctorate because not just all oh, doctor, pastor, pastor. No, 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 no. It's all, every degree should be a hallway to open up a door so God's gift in you can be uh, shared with the world. That's yeah. what it is. Definitely. Nothing but a hallway to get to a door. So here it is. The reason why you have to write it down also is in the business world and in the political world, I'll share something with you that it's called paper trail, right? Mm. Paper trail. Mm. And I'll talk about in the ministry, for example, I've done countless of, in addition to preaching, revivals, crusades, I've done countless of ministry sessions where I'll come to an uh, a church or a youth department or whatever, and I'll do like conflict resolution with whatever. And one time I went to one and we were outside after the session and I asked the whole group, like, you guys are going back and forth about this and this person said this, this person said that. I said, is there a paper trail? They said, no. I said, do you know a text message is a paper trail? Do you, know, do you have an email? They said, no. Uh, so really, you guys are arguing and nothing really happened. Because mm-hmm. if it hasn't written, if it wasn't written down, it doesn't exist. So uh, my God says, so here's what I'm saying. If you don't write this down to the person who's going gung-ho into business and setting up a, 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 a spiritual, not keep saying spiritual, uh, I'm especially in pastor, you can get out pastor mode. Um, if, you're, if you don't write this down, you have no vision mm-hmm. for your life. Mm-hmm. If you don't set up, I'm not talking about business plan. We can get to that business plan, but set up this contract. It could be 10 pages long, 50 pages, who cares? This is what you, you can have phase, when I, when I did mine, I had phase one, phase two, phase three, and phase four. And here's the thing, since you just said something, said something, you said something very key. After you do it, and you start accomplishing things, it's okay to celebrate yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's okay to take yourself out to eat. Get yourself a spa. If you have the means for it, do something nice for yourself. Go buy, if you have the means to buy a Birkin bag, go get that Birkin bag. If you have the means to get that Gucci tie, fella, you like that, you like to wear suits, go get it. Of course, I'm not saying break the bank, right? <laughs> Make sure that you, you can afford it. But you know what I'm saying? It's okay to celebrate yourself. Not worship yourself. It's okay to praise yourself, not worship yourself. I like to teach that. There's a clear distinction between worship and praise, right? Worship is like, you're all that. No, no, no. Praise means adoration and celebration. It's, not, it's okay for me to praise you, sis, which I of, often do, with your company, with your podcast. So write, write it down. Also, as I told you, then do the flight assessment, no matter what state you're in. The nine to five, go, do the flight assessment because you need to know your mentality state and what kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I just give you a little taste bud. In that assessment, there's four, they use the example of a plane. Are you a pilot? Are you a, a steward, stewardess slash flight attendant? Are you a grounds crew? Or are you a, uh, what's, what's the other one? I think that's the fourth. Uh, um, stewards, stewardess, flight, um, uh, um, flight attendant, grounds crew. Sorry, 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 I got it, sorry. Pilot, Pilot <laughs> flight attendant, grounds crew, or or um traffic air controller. Uh uh huh. Okay. Those are the, when you, I'm not, that's all I'm gonna give you. When you go on that website and you and you go through the assess, assessment, they give you a copy, free. You get a copy in your email and you can go back to it. You know, like for me, I'm a I'm a flight attendant because I'm a person who's always talking, cracking jokes, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I have my things in order. But I'm a person like, let's get this done. Like, it's, you know what I mean? I'm the face of the, of, let's go. My wife might be the, the pilot. Mm-hmm. She might be like in the cockpit. 
She's more introvert, a little bit more introvert, right? And what's so beast about the pilot? My God, you're about to get me started. I got this. Obviously, this is from ET, right? Eric Thomas. The uh, um, and this is public, so I can only say this part because I'm not gonna get into the assessment because mm-hmm. you have to do it. But when you and do you know, right? In the cockpit with the with the pilot, there's no rear view mirrors. My God. <laughs> Ooh. There's no rearview uh, mirrors in the cockpit because the focus, the, the only focus in job description of the pilot is to go forward. Oops. So I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you a little taste, bud. Oh, this assessment. I, so you need to go to this assessment. Oh, oh, you just made me connect to something. I was just saying, that's why. That's why. <laughs> Praise God. Because you know, we think about the difference between they always say you're in the driver's seat, you're in the driver's seat, but in the driver's seat, you tend to look back. But then now you're just talking about like you know, like like we're looking at it from a bigger, more macro aspect of it. Like we're talking about flight, and you know, airplanes. You take air, you 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 get on planes, right? You get on planes when you want to do something way more broader. Cause you know, you can't just drive from the States to somewhere international. Like mm-hmm. you on a plane, you know that the plane can take you much, much further. And once you decide to be on that plane, like you said, there's no rear view mirrors, right? At the, in the cock, in the cockpit, right? Am I saying right. correctly? So then the pilot knows that the only, like you said, know exactly what they're doing and why they're doing it and there's some there's there's internet um there's inter intentionality behind it that's specific mm-hmm. behind it and there's no looking back no looking back sis and going back to what we were talking about before about um investing in yourself mm-hmm. no matter if you use reward points or no matter if you use your card you still have to pay to get on the plane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even if you use reward points, that means that reward points accumulated because of a certain amount of purchases you made. Yeah. So the point I'm making is going to cost you in order for you to travel in your success. So, sis, these are things that we need to do, right? And then, of course, I gave you a list of people that you need to watch and read the books. Mm-hmm. So it goes across the board for everyone. The only difference is for the person who's working and want to get out of the job they have to they, they my suggestion is to save a little money to get out mm-hmm. you know but if they can find a family member they can crash somewhere just <coughs> excuse me <coughs> sorry that they can trust that's fine and then they could you know they can leave their apartment where they are and then kind of save money that's fine but the point is to get started mm-hmm. just yeah. do it yeah yeah because here's the thing the success of every movement is actually moving Ooh. Ooh. stop following parked people including yourself mm. Mm. a lot of us were parked but we want to move mm. so we gotta do it just do it and that's why Nike's killing it just do it yeah yeah like yeah. I had a sermon I preached that years ago just do it and, and you know when you go back to things that you you probably take for granted or you go oh that's this cool and you go back and you really sit down to dissect it just do it like just do it literally means just do it don't talk about it just do it and when you actually start doing it and you start seeing results, whether if it takes six months, one day, a year, you're gonna it's gonna hit you like wow. Wow. Okay, yeah. this works. Yeah. And you're gonna get addicted. Your 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 success dopamine in your mind will just kick in and you're just gonna, just gonna go gung ho. Look look at Colonel Sander. 70 years old, roughly, started KFC. He didn't really live to see how it grew tremendously, 
but he's a multi multi-millionaire, right? But there are certain companies that didn't do what they had to do in order for them to advance. Mm-hmm. I used to work four years ago in college. Uh, I used to work for, I love the store, Tower Records. I'm not sure if you remember Tower Records. Mm-mm. That was, that was the, wow. That was the, <laughs> that was the pre-Apple music. Like it was a store. It was like, it was like the blockbuster of music. That's exactly. You come in, you don't have to rent it. You buy, you could buy every CD. People used to come to Tower Records. Like, so say Drew Hill's in town, for example. And uh, uh, Drew Hill comes in, for example. And they had the posters. You could sign their posters. Like, so it was a spot. But Tower Records, even though they were a great company, you know, that sold music and videos, they didn't check their business model. They didn't go to the next level. They didn't invest into the next level that they need to be, right? So they had almost like the nine to five mentality, right? And so here comes FYE. FYE was a company that bought them out because they went bankrupt called For Your Entertainment. But the same thing that happened to Tower Records is the same thing that happened to FYE. Who killed the game? Apple Music. Mm-hmm. One more example, and we're done. Everybody should everybody should know this one. Blockbuster was a great experience. Yeah. You go, I, I, you bring your card, you meet up with cats. Oh, and you, oh, no, no, yeah, I'm about to get, I'm about to get coming to America. Oh, I'm about to get whatever. Oh, huh? <laughs> or VHS, or VHS. <laughs> or VHS, whatever. And you rent it out, or you go to get coming come to America, and like, oh, man, somebody didn't bring it back yet? Whatever. It was a great experience, and there's only about... 70 stores left, sorry, seven stores left in this world, in this country, right? A blockbuster. But blockbuster had that nine to five, in a sense, mentality. Mm-hmm. They were ready for the next level. Who comes and kills the game? Netflix and chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix, right? Without the chill. Just a little jokey joke. But like, Netflix came to kill the game. Kill the game. Yeah, yeah. Now, with the movie theaters being closed, now... They have transitioned to about now you can pay to watch your movie that you'll go to the movie theater now because of coronavirus, watch it at home. So it's all about, and that's one of the reasons why I'm getting my doctorate in the organi- organizational change and leadership. It happens in the church. Churches, and I'm going to call, I'm, I don't know, I'm not calling from church. I don't get in trouble, right? I see the name. But, <laughs> but there's a lot of churches in our spiritual uh, church context in the Seventh Adventist Church, Christian church, okay? There are certain churches, i.e. in the New York region, i.e. Northeastern Conference, who didn't want to transition from online gift to online giving. So they had that mentality of just bringing your offering physically. Mm-hmm. Now, because we haven't been in church for about four months, some people were struggling to receive offerings and, and whatever, donations and charity, whatever, because they didn't transition mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. They stuck in that nine to five mentality. I was going back to that. But in some churches who already were there a long time ago as an option, that's now, that's, that is now their only option and their success. This, they're thriving and surviving uh, through that. And so, sis, that's my answer for everyone. To the person who's out of five who's stuck, save up some money and get out. But the person, everybody else, do those things. Set up a contract. Yes, yeah, set, set up a business plan. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Set, up a, set up a business plan. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's so many resources for you to know how to set up, set up a business plan. But also get some mentors for your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get some mentors for your life. And then watch these videos. I mean, I, I, I can, can tell you. I mean, let me just slow down. The last thing I'm going to say. Um, I can tell you there are many people on YouTube who looked up to certain people who became millionaires because they looked up to certain people and they never met them. 
Mm. So they became a, a virtual mentor to them. Yeah, yeah. And all they did was take those principles and applied it to their unique situation, and they killed the game. So come on now, you 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 heard it, you heard it here, you know. Shift that mindset, but there's work that gotta be done to align that mindset and prep to get mm-hmm. to the next level. I mean, we're gonna talk about those, you know. You know, we only put out episodes once uh um once a month, but I think that with our next follow-up episode where we're gonna talk a little bit about um launching a business and then this is where you know Brother Vassal is going to be key. Um, like, we want to talk about, okay, now you got this mindset. Now you've done this prep work. You you need to know what to do next. You need to know how to, you know, how to start implementing because actions is just as important as mind shift. And we want to help everyone kind of, like, navigate this as simple as possible. Now, we, you know, we ain't no big company or whatever. But whatever way, you know, as as individuals who have voice and space um, that we can share and support, we're going to do that. And then we, we, today it's about shifting your mindset. So we're helping you shift your mindset. Shift that mindset. Get started. Yeah. Get started. And then we're going to help you along the way with the next thing. So, Brother Gas, me, Brother Valson, because you're also a mentor to many others like myself, right? Um, and we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit on the next episode what my experience was with you and how I've gotten to um, the space where I am where I've, where we're getting ready to launch um, some of my personal um, entrepreneurial endeavors. We're going to talk about that so then everybody can really understand like how vital it is for you to have people that you can go to and have um, people who could be like, you know, that support system to get you through because we can't do everything. We can't do nothing by ourselves. At all, mm-hmm. you could you could mm-hmm. you could try, but you only get so far. So um, I'm gonna touch that real quick. When you <laughs> yeah, you only get so far. So let the people know how they can at least start following you, and at least start getting in contact with you. And then our next episode, we're really gonna touch a little bit more about your services and what you do and how we you get people to at least start launching. Now, you know, launching what, what they need to in their entrepreneurial aspect because you're able to help me with that. So we're going to talk about that um, in our next episode. But tell the people where they can contact you and Instagram if they want to talk to you a little bit more and follow you and just continue to be, like, inspired, you know. Okay, okay. Now, before I get into that, mm-hmm. let me just re- let me just quickly say once again, thank you so much for having me. Oh, and you. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for the next episode because we'll get into like LLCs and incorporated and, and um, um, it's important for you to have those because Jay-Z said, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business man. <laughs> and you'll need to know uh, the importance. Of, and, you know, let me tell you something, a lot of multi-billion dollar companies are really small businesses. They don't tell you that. They might be a large company, but there are certain companies who are big companies, but they're small business because of certain tax things that happens. And I'm still learning taxes. I'm not a tax lawyer. Let me put that out there. I'm not a tax lawyer. I'm not an accountant, but I'm still learning certain things. Um, that's why you pay people to do those things for you. Mm. But you still have to educate yourself. One of the reasons why Oprah Winfrey was so is so beast with her money is because she has some. She watches the person who watches her money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she, I don't know if you heard what I said. She watches the person mm-hmm. who watches the person who makes her who, who has her money. So she's always on it. Um, so here's what I want to tell you. You said something very key 
um, about um, those who are in your, in your lane to be there with you and for you. There are two type of people that I want to talk about for me that have gotten me to where I am now and I'm going to be. Number one, my failures. Mm. My failures is a person, <laughs> meaning I went through so many experiences. Mm. One of the companies that I co-owned, we lost $70,000 in one day mm. because of a, 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 one thing we didn't cross, we didn't dot our I and cross our T on one thing, $70,000 in one day. Mm. For a partnership of four of us, four or five of us. Uh, and then we had an office in the city on Madison Avenue where um, the, the, for example, in Take the Power of Prayer and Fasting, uh, one of uh, the chief operator officer of that company, that was CFO, um, they, um, we, uh, we had a bill for about $32,000 in arrears because we had to back up on our, on our um, payment for office space every month, uh, on our lease, sorry. And because of prayer and fasting, it went, it went from 32000 to only 3200 which was mm -hmm. handled right away. So letting you know the power of God and what he does. So that's that number one, the person who helped me along my way. Uh, certain affiliates that I experienced, they're the greatest. Let, write this down, family. Any failures that you've experienced in your life are nothing but great business schools to get you to the, to the next level. Mm, mm, mm. It made me stronger, gave me more thick skin with a smile <laughs> and a joke to be able to handle certain things. That's number one. Number two, before I tell you my contact information, for me and my personal contact is my wife. Beautiful. Shout out to, shout, shout out to Diane um, because we had a rough patch when it comes to business in the beginning. I'm being real because Diane, and, I, and she's not wrong. She was in the mentality of the nine to five and security. And there's nothing wrong with that, 100%. But being that she's a business owner now, and she has two businesses killing it. Right, she's yeah. one business kind of like slow down a little bit, yeah. but she's she's killing it now and she's growing. Yo, she understands, so now it makes it more easier mm. for her to understand. As long as I have my ducks, you know, lined up, she she's like, because you know we have two kids. I'm like, okay, boom, let's let's kill it now. Here it is. My wife and I, we had a meeting because we have family meetings in our house. Well, whether we get annoyed with each other or not, we try. I try to call family meeting. You know, like today, I'm you know I'm very transparent. Come my daughter in the day. She got on my nerves today. Oh, and and I say, yo, she stepped out. They all stepped out. All the girls stepped out to go to Whole Foods and do different things, whatever, get flowers. Different, I mean, I, I do flowers too, but but I got to be better with that. But um, they, they were hanging out. And I told them, I said, when you come back, we're going to have our meeting because you did something that annoyed me. So I said, I have to say this, that my family's not perfect, but we love each other. And we, we're getting better. And we, we crack jokes or whatever. But here it is. It's important to have some people in your life to keep you accountable and to support you. My wife and I, we had a meeting, her and I, uh, intimate meeting of talking about our goals. And she said, babe, I asked her, so what, paint to me exactly what you wanna do. I know you're a nurse, but I know that's not your passion, 100%, that's, your, that's, that's what you do. I mean, don't get me wrong, she loves being a pediatric nurse, right? She loves it, mm -hmm. but her day-to-day -day passion, I, I'm not at liberty to share yet, she'll share with you exactly, mm -hmm. but, is as a business owner in a specific lane. Mm -hmm. And I had to ask her and I said, because the reason why I want to know is because I want to know what I can do with my connections and my resources as your husband, right? To make sure that your dream is brought onto fruition, yeah. vice versa for me. Yeah. And I told her what I want to do for the rest of my life. She knows I'm a pastor already. So that's different. That's, that's not even, she met me that way, but in terms of entrepreneurship. So I thank God for those people, my failures, 
And of course, there's counts of people of support, and you're one of them, Julia. But that's that's um, those are my two things. My contact information. I'm more on Instagram than Facebook, but I have to I have to change it because I got to be on Facebook more. But my name is Gasmir Valson, G A S M Y R Valson, V as in Victor, A L C as in Cat, I N on Facebook. On Instagram, it's at Gasmir, G A S M Y R. Hit me up on there. Um, currently, my website is being established and strong, whatever, because um, it, it needs to be uh, re- it needed to be reinvented. And so I, um, that means my whole personal email too is no longer. So I'm going to be, I'm fixing that up right now. But you can, for right now, you can send me an email, uh, two emails at gazvalsin, G-A-Z-Valsin, V-A-L-C-I-N at hotmail.com um, and or gasmirspeaks at gmail.com. And then my business number, my number that you can contact me is 516-399-4499, 516 516- Three nine nine four four nine nine, and that's uh those are the, the the ways you can contact me. Yes, yeah, I love it. Oh my gosh, you have always been like just this great um knowledge bucket. Like you have, and I think people just need to know that like when you know people, just tap into them, tap into them. You know, we're we're here to support one another. Oh my gosh, God. and I'm so excited about you know, what we're going to talk about next. And I'm so excited you was able to share on a spiritual and practical level because, you know, there's a balance here, especially for a lot of us that are Christian. Like, this can happen, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, this this can really happen. And I think you said something a little earlier where, like, we need to stop, like, not highlighting our wins when it happens too in the christian community or in, and in the black community you, we always like you stay humble stay humble no mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. you launched like not even launch you just bought the name of your business that's all you did today go out and celebrate that win you yeah. Know yeah. yeah 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 i like that you yeah know, it's a win um so I, i'm glad that we're able to share just remind everybody it's just about the mindset so guys thank you for listening on this episode today um we're gonna share all the different um links and books that um you know brother gasme has shared um and i'm just excited for the people i'm excited for us the people i'm, I'm, ex- I'm just excited I'm yes excited. yes thank you for being our guest so Praise thank-, God. thank you for having me thank you yeah yeah so um there'll be more to come guys so Again, thank you. And uh, listen, get caught up on all the other episodes. Get caught up. But there's something I always want to ask before I leave because you share some tips. How do you maintain self-care as an entrepreneur? Like doing a lot of different things that you're doing right now. How do you maintain self-care? Because you're always pouring into others. How do you pour back into you? And everything else, yeah. How do you pour back into you? One that I, I miss so much because... I let a church borrow it. Um, I've been a drummer for 20 years. So I've played for many artists. Uh, people, people know I'm a drummer. They don't know that to the extent. I play gospel and secular and that, at that time. No longer doing that, of course. But um, I used to play the drums. I just practiced in my garage. Just like, like, oh my goodness. So music is, so because the church has it, but I have to get it back. Um, drum Music is just my outlet. Um, not to get too, too personal, but the shower is my place, my sanctuary. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like I go there and just, you know, take my walks. I like to watch, uh, business, uh, movie type, business type movies. 
um, uh, once in a while, you know, I go get a, a, like a massage when, when we're doing like one outside of uh, coronavirus, mm-hmm. go to the massage, whatever. Um, oh man, this one I love. I got this from, I forgot who, who talked about it. Um, the floating, I don't know if you know about ice float floating. Mm-mm. So it's a, uh, you go into, if you're a claustrophobic person, then I would advise this, but you go into like this little tub, uh, like a private room, you take a shower, whatever. And it's like, a, it's filled with Epsom salt and you float and they put music and you just, it's in a dark room or you can put like little LED lights and you just float and just like, just think and meditate and pray mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Or just think about, it's just so amazing. So I do that because of coronavirus, I haven't done it, but you know, they started opening up again. Um, uh, it's called iFloat. I mean, there's so many different companies doing that. It's growing like wildfire. Okay. Um, and so that's what I do, man. Um, and when when we were out more, I, I love to paintball. I love to play pool. These are outlets for me. Are we talking about outlets for fun? I hope I'm answering the question. Properly. Yeah, what is it that okay. you like to do? For oh, yeah. Like Because it's, it's, it's I think people think self-care looks only one way. And this is why I think before everyone leaves, I, it's critical for me to, for because I believe in self-care. But it's very critical for me to have everyone share what self-care looks like for them. Because the reality is that sometimes we think self-care looks one way and it doesn't have to. And we need to embrace that a little bit more. So that- yeah, video games for me, too. Yeah. 2K. 2K. <laughs> you know I'm saying I, I have to be delivered from Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, being that, because I know my background is law enforcement, so I love the whole action stuff, but I have to be delivered from that. But <laughs> 2K, I mean, I just, uh, it's a variety of things. Shopping, but I shop different. I go into where I know what I want and I leave. Okay. I rather, I, it's weird because I'm in the real estate world. I'd rather go into Brownstones with my business partner and 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 to his one of his mentors and like like I'm going back on Wednesday because I'm I'm looking at certain things in terms of real estate, that's a whole different world. Okay. We're not gonna get into that. But I know we're gonna talk about that <laughs> along the line. You know we got we got it kind of lined up with a couple of things that we're gonna talk. Right. Here we right. everybody the basics because we all know people and we don't get to have these conversations, but we're going to have it here. So yeah. to get everybody like really shifting their mindset and building our community and building our own people. Oh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. And, uh, my <laughs> wife and I, uh, we have uh, every Tuesday, we have our a specific show date that we like. It's called oh, um, Millionaire, Real, um, Millionaire um, Real Estate LA. That's New York. And I love that. Season one. Running. I love that. Yes. So yeah, we watch it every Tuesday, you know, whatever. So t- don't get me wrong, out of besides paintballing, besides video games, besides the spa, besides the eye flow, besides um going taking a walk, right? I love to play football no more. I was I play football. Um those different things. I going to see a, a renovation, I love it. I love it. I love HGTV. I love that's just my passion. I love it. Okay, okay. So these are different outlets, there's many, <clears throat> many. So people see me. Excuse me, sis. Excuse me, sis. Um, people see me as pastor mm. one way. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, but they don't see the. You hang out with me. Hey, I mean, I'm always cracking jokes. That's another thing. I love to laugh. <laughs> yeah. I love to laugh. I love to crack jokes. I like to make a situation better. That's just who I am. So if you really know me, know me, know me, then you know me like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, thank you again. Thank you again, guys. It's always, always a pleasure. And thank you for sharing some of those things, some of those, a lot of, a lot of nuggets today. Um, and, you know, we'll just, we're we going to keep the people 
we're going to keep the people listening to you. We know we're going to have you come back. And make sure, guys, hit up his Instagram. He shared, um, you know, how he can be contacted. So if you're looking for a mentor, now don't be wasting my brother's time now. Uh, but if you're looking for a mentor and someone to kind of really just help you navigate, you know, some of the basics of what you want to do right now, Definitely, definitely contact him. Reach out to him. Y'all know I don't share no one with you that is not willing to support in some way or share in some way. So make sure you contact. That's 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 your next action item plan that we need you to do. Okay? Get in contact. So thank you. Anytime, sis. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So thank you for tuning in to another episode with Check It Out by Jules. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and also our guests. Our guests are always awesome and we always thank you for being on. So until next time, bye.